Happy Aloha Friday, everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens. We made it through another week, and boy, let me tell you, whew, I had one of them weeks. Coming off of uh, the weekend, you know, the Memorial Day weekend, uh, which felt just like yesterday, and here we are, Friday, this week, zoomed by, but that's because I was extremely busy, and busy is good. So uh, I hope you guys had a fun, busy week and are ready for the weekend. Look, let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. The University of Hawaii baseball team has announced that assistant coach Mike Brown will be the interim head coach, uh, you know, for now, just to keep the continuity um, you, you, you need a leader at the helm, right? I've, in sports, this happens a lot. And it's happened at, at UH, you know, over the years. And they are looking and are in the hunt for replacement for Coach Trapp. And this is, this is the big thing, right? When it comes to recruiting. If I'm a high school kid. I got recruited from this head coach. That head coach is no longer here. How does that affect you as a player coming into a program, coming into a system? Well, Coach Mike Brown made it known that they reached out. First of all, they spoke to their their team. And they also reached out to their commits and, and everyone that's getting ready to onboard this coming year. So, you know, that's that's big. When you're talking about a program, a D1 program, and you have a commit, you know, sometimes in the past you've had decommits because, hey, I'm coming to this school because of this coach, because of the culture. And that's what we're talking about, the continuity. It has to be maintained. And look, to dive deeper into this story, make sure you guys check out Steven Side's article in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser. The Lakers season is done as Devin Booker booked 47 points for the Suns as they um, move on, as they defeat the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers have been hobbled by injuries all season. AD out, LeBron out, and you know, LeBron had that high ankle sprain, and that is, you know, he, he tried to come back. And guys, a high ankle sprain is, is, is nothing to play with, right? A regular ankle sprain, you can tape up, you can come back, you can play it through some of that pain. But a high ankle sprain, that, that you know, LeBron, 6'8", six, 6'9", six, 275 pounds, all that weight pushing on that bone. And, and when that ligament tears, it's constantly just separating. Right? That high ankle sprain is a tough one to come back from. He did his best, but with no AD, a, a, a not... 100% LeBron James, yeah, they were doomed to sort of end the season. And, you know, I don't know if you guys seen the interview that LeBron gave after the, the game, but he says, yep, um, you know, we couldn't get it done against the Suns, so I'm going to shift my focus to the Toon Squad or the Goon Squad because he's playing the new Space Jam movie and he's focused on taking out the Monstars or the Goon Squad as they called it not focused on the Olympics. Because I think, the, like we talked about, the Olympics is sort of up in the air. 
So LeBron James is focused on his new upcoming movie, Space Jam 2. So, uh, yeah, there's going to be a new crown, a new king this year. And with the Lakers out, man, I'm going to have to go with the Nets. They were the hot favorite in the beginning. They've been dominating so far in the playoffs. Kyrie, uh, KD, all them boys are looking healthy. Uh, who else they got? Um, James Harden. Yeah, they're going to be tough to beat here down the stretch in the playoffs. So I got the Nets winning it all. I'm going to continue to follow them as these NBA playoffs continue to roll out. Wow, I, I couldn't imagine being 17 years old and competing with the best of the best. Uh, I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm thinking I'm in high school, I'm, I'm a junior in high school, and I'm out here trying to compete with, you know, NFL guys. And I know Mega Gane is a golfer, an amateur golfer, and she's out here competing at the highest level in the U.S. Women's Open. She became the first amateur to be leading or sharing the lead of any U.S. Open in, in over 15 years. She shot a four under uh, 67, which is unbelievable. And Ghani quoted this, and this is her second time trying to qualify. Well, she qualified for this U.S. Open, but the first time she said, look, I was a little nervous, starstruck, playing out here with my idols. I, I'm, I was trying to take that in when I, when I read this article. She's playing with her idols, you know, women she looked up to, women she's aspiring to be like. And here she is on the same level as them. Yeah, I can see how that can be nerve-wracking the first time around. You're sort of starstruck. Obviously, she didn't make the cut that time. But this time around, having the experience, um, having gone through it, not more comfortable, just, just more seasoned, I guess. And, and she, the way she spoke, and just reading this article, just hearing what she said, she seemed like a seasoned vet. And she said that, yeah, I was comfortable. Even in the practice rounds, I didn't feel, feel that those nerves. And it just goes to show, you know, what experience can do for you, especially in a game of golf where every shot is critical. You got to have that calmness. You can't get, you know, too, too hung up on a bad shot. And she just talked about how she just played smarter, um, you know, she didn't panic. Shoot, I panic all the time when I golf <laughs> because I know off the tee I might be in the next fairway. Then I'm trying to battle back to get into this fairway and, you know, creating all these sort of things for myself. Whereas you really just have to be in the moment, be in the shot. She talked about not taking risks. Shoot, me? I got this tree right here. I'm like, you know what? I think I can, I think I can bend it around. I'm 250 yards out. I think I can bend it around and get it on the green. It's a par five. No, the smart play is get it right there onto the fairway, approach it on, and hey, save the, save the par, right? Possibly birdie. So, you know, all of those things <laughs> come into play 
the more you have the experience. So shout out to Mega Gane for being a 17 year old and sharing the lead with the elite, the best of the best. And this is the last story for today. It's a very special one for a very special person. And today is my daughter, Sierra Lynn's 13th birthday. She is a teenager now. Whoo, man. CC, daddy remembers delivering you. Yep, I delivered my baby Sierra. The doctor let me deliver her. Coach me through, all right, got her head out, Boop. like I delivered her. I delivered you, baby, 13 years ago. Wow. So daddy's going to do something for you, very special, right here on the show. I'm going to sing you happy birthday. So please don't, don't judge me, <clears throat> okay? Don't judge me, everyone. It ain't going to be nothing special. I'm just going to do your, your traditional happy birthday, okay? Here we go. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sierra Lynn. Happy birthday to you. I love you, baby. Happy birthday. 13. Wow. Wow. Baby, I hope you have a very special day today. I hope you um, all your wishes come true. And I cannot wait to celebrate with you later. Daddy loves you. Whew. And that is it for today's show. I want to thank you all. So much for tuning in and like I do on every Aloha Friday, I'd like to remind you guys to, to go enjoy yourself over the weekend, relax, regroup, refocus, re-energize, recover, right? For me, it's getting in the water, bodyboarding, gets my mind away from everything, right? So do what you do to get yourself re-energized for the week and if you're someone that works on the weekends, Look, enjoy that, embrace that, go do that, okay? And, uh, but at, at the end of the day, have some fun. Make sure you're having some fun over the weekend, okay? And happy birthday again to my daughter, Sierra Lynn, 13. Wow. Anyway, thanks again so much, guys. Enjoy the weekend, and I'll see you guys all on Monday. Aloha.